This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Um, now it's been a hot second since I lived in an apartment. Do you remember the last time you lived in an apartment? Uh, last time I lived in an apartment, uh, probably had a roommate. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, well, when I got back to Madison, uh, I was in sharing an apartment, sleeping on the floor. I assume this job wouldn't work out like the other eight jobs I got fired at. So I'm like, I better yeah. not sign a lease. Right. I give it three months and see if I get S canned. Yeah. And then uh, it's just uh, from there. I don't know. It's just a a blur. A blur of apartments and roommates. All right, a uh, 37-year-old landlord in Minnesota named Travis Carlson. No, Travis. Yeah. Uh, well, he was having a bad day last Thursday. Uh, he drilled holes in his truck's gas tank. Oh. And he filled uh, those gas cans. Mm. Thing. He filled those up with the gas. So he emptied his gas tank into gas cans, which is already kind of a... A red flag. Yeah. Well, then he started carrying him back and forth up to his apartment. Oh. And so that, and then you're like, oh, no. <laughs> right? This cannot be anything good. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking sorry. It's not a great error for Billy Joel. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. All right. Turn it down a little bit. So his downstairs tenant heard him smashing glass and breaking things for about 20 minutes, which is never good when you're the tenant and your landlord is losing his mind right upstairs. Um, so uh, smashing things, breaking things, going crazy. <clears throat> then Travis knocked on the tenant's door. Jeez. Calmly said, the house is on fire. <laughs> of course. When firefighters arrived, they found the apartment indeed on fire with, we didn't start the fire, blaring <laughs> Bravo, sir. from the unit. Bravo. Crank it up, John. What do you think of this song? I love this song. You, do you like it? Yep. It's... I bought it as a single cassette. Oh, got it. From the wall at Walmart. Remember that? Did you know all of the lyrics? Oh, hell yeah. At oh, one wow. point in time, I absolutely knew all the lyrics. See, this um, generationally, We Didn't Start the Fire was my Devil Went Down to Georgia. It's the first song I ever memorized. Oh. Devil Went Down to Georgia. He was looking for a film to steal. He was in yes. the fire. He was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. So on this boy fiddling and playing and playing it. You know, yada, yada, yada. I think I was in like, well, I'm, I'll be 40. Mm. Anyways, uh, so this was it. Was this it for you? It was. Nice. Indeed. Nice. I rewound the cassette and wrote down the lyrics. Yeah, that's from uh, the album Stormfront. I know that because I I played it on the radio. Were you spinning the hits, John? I was spinning the hits. Spun this hit a lot. Holy, maybe that's why I don't like it. So, yeah, because the song's 33 years old. Oh, my goodness. So that would have made oh me like, yes, yeah, like seven or eight years old. Yeah. Yeah, that record... Uh, uh, there was I Go to Extremes, which I like better. He wrote this, if I'm not mistaken, he wrote this with uh, John Lennon's kid. Mm. Sean? He was either 
He either got the idea from Sean Lennon or they wrote it together. I can't remember. But Sean Lennon never gets credit. He just got beat as a child. He never got credit. Damn it. Effing John. Yeah, he was beat. Just beat. But no, there are there was that era of late eighties, early nineties Billy Joel that people would rather forget. It's really interesting. Sorry. Well, that's fine. I was just a kid. <laughs> I know. I, I really, you didn't know any as better. As far as I knew, that was his first single, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Travis could face up to 20 years in prison. Yeah. We do not know why Travi here set the apartment on fire. <laughs> Maybe he tried arguing that it was always burning since the world's been turned. Ah, I like that. I like that. Which what what Billy Joel album was uh, sh- uh, did he write for his model wife? Why am I forgetting what? That Uptown Girl. Oh, Uptown. See, that's the one. That's the era you got to burn from Billy Joel. Even Billy Joel hates that era. He didn't like any of that. I. So. I mean, you you got to remember he went from Fifty Second Street to the Glass Houses album, which I think where the worm turned for Billy Joel, where people mm-hmm. are like, dude. You went from a classic record. I own 50 Second. I still own 52nd Street. And then he went into the, uh, well, maybe it wasn't Glass Houses. I also own Glass Houses. That's when I got into Billy Joel. But, yeah, the, that era of Uptown Girl and the song about Pennsylvania, people people there hate him. Um, what's the name of the Pennsylvania town? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my Lord, have mercy. I don't know. Philadelphia. No, it's where the where the Tom Hanks. The, <laughs> I can murder you right now. No, uh, da, 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 da. I can't remember. I can't remember the the, the town he sang about. Oh my god! See, I've 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 blanked it. I, yeah, I got it out of my head. I don't but know. But anyways, yeah, the world has. Uh, it's really weird. I don't think classic rock radio plays some of that older Billy Joel as much. As they used to. It's it's interesting. <clears throat> well, okay. I don't know what's up with Billy Joel. I know people are fanatical Nobody, about it. Yeah, I don't know what's up with it either. I, know, I do know there is a lot of Billy Joel I don't like. Like what? Billy I don't. Joel? I couldn't tell you. Okay. I just remember going on a road trip with a friend who really liked Billy Joel, and I swear to God, the playlist was the worst of Billy Joel. <laughs> Because they were like, do you like Billy Joel? And I was like, yeah, totally. Who doesn't like Billy Joel? Right. And I was all like, are we listening to two different artists? <laughs> that that song, uh, oh, for the longest time. Right. That's where you want to murder everybody in the car. Yes. That's not a cool song. No. That's, that's cheesy Billy Joel. Right. That's, I kind of like the darker, weirder. Right. The innocent man arrow, whatever it's called. And then that song about that town in Pennsylvania, I can't think of. Whatever that was. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's a wild card for me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming. Oh, Al- Allentown? That's probably in the, the pe- pile of Billy Joel I don't listen to. Because the people in Allentown are like douchebag. Yeah. We, we had a bad decade. We're fine. T- stop telling people to, your song says don't come here. Because we're all out of work and uh, standing in an unemployment line. Yeah. I would have sued him for libel and slander. He should do a Allentown redo, dude. Yeah, an update. Allentown, yeah, that's it. Uh, like, don't uh, come here, we're because we're we're rocking too hard now. Right. 
don't come here because we're out of room. It's so cool. <laughs> Everybody wants to live here. Right. Everybody's <laughs> rich, white, and uh, there's... Oh, Jesus. And, 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 and it's, it's, it's literally... Jesus Christ. It's literally heaven. Don't come here. There's no Amish. There's no Amish. <laughs> oh, my God. Billy Joel. I haven't thought about Billy Joel much. Well... Sorry, he had a he, he had a good run. I mean, uh, the stranger. I think my He's, sister got me into that with the stranger. That was uh, the moving out song. I'm moving out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that stuff was big. Yeah, it it was indeed. Um, now was Billy Joel? See, now I, my memory is fuzzy on Billy Joel. Because why would it be sharp? Um, he had a drug problem, right? I think he had a drinking problem. Oh. I think he kept crashing his expensive sports cars into trees. At, at like If I remember, at like a mile from his house. At least it was just trees. So close. And I think he lived in uh, Nantucket. Oh, they don't like that out there. You can't have right. that behavior. Right. That's for Beverly Hills. And then he just sold that, I think, for like $30 million and moved to Florida because his hips hurt. Because Florida, yeah. Because Florida. Yeah, that's for old But when the guys like that move to Florida, it's not Florida. It's, it, you're on the beach. Oh, yeah. And you don't, yeah, you're not part of, of normal Florida. Well, no, and he wasn't part of normal Nantucket either, but Nantucket do be rich and yeah. white. You're, you're still on, you're still in Nantucket. You've just got better weather. Yeah. that's You're still in a $30 million house. Right. But yeah, man. Is he, is he married? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's mm. happening to that. I know he's got beautiful daughter. I know that one daughter's beautiful, but oh, really? I don't keep check that I don't out. keep track of Billy Joel. Big Shot was a great song. Alexa Ray. Yes. Yeah, she's gorgeous. He did good. I think he had it with uh who's who supermodel he was married, Christy Brinkley. Um, I see how people would find her attractive, yes. Yeah. She looks like she's scared or something. You got to run uh, some Billy Joel by Avery, see what he thinks. <laughs> He's going to hate it. I guarantee you. I, well, I don't know. Maybe a little retro. He's into prog metal. I mean. Uh, right now. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah, married, two kids. See, he, so he's old. He remarried and uh, probably reluctantly knocked up this young wife for a couple of kids yeah he's like so she, she just wants my seat so she can get her piece but anyways that's got to be weird to be billy joel you're like 70 and you're you know it's a curse and a blessing your wife is 30 and just has to has have kids and you're like want to golf and get on my yacht well there's probably an agreement what's the agreement that the nanny's going to take care of the kids. I will, I'm Billy Joel. I'll see my kids twice a week for one hour apiece on Thursdays. Right. <laughs> totally. I mean, he's on the road so much, he doesn't even know he has kids. Man, I, I haven't thought about Billy Joel this much in 32 years. I don't think I've ever thought about Billy Joel for this long of a period of time. Okay. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and Dee.
JJO. I was going to try to mix in. We didn't start the fire, but I got a stupid uh, commercial. Yeah. Anyways, go right ahead. Um. All right. Now, I don't know if all you know how I feel about American cheese, but I hate it. Cheesy, cheesy hater. It's not cheese. She's a cheesy hater. It's not cheese. It's a cheese Wait, product. What, what is not cheese? American cheese. Oh, the sliced? Yeah. Oh, dude, dude. Uh, excuse me. I'm with the... Uh, grilled cheese. I'm the president of the Grilled Cheese Appreciation No, you're not. Uh, society. Because if you were, you would know that Gouda and Havarti uh-uh. and Munster and Cheddar yeah. no. is the great combo. Well, I uh, I honor my mother by using sliced cheese. Who cared That's enough, also sliced cheese. Who cared enough to make me... You mean you use Amer- an American cheese product? Well, you can call it whatever you want, but you will not you will not erase my memories of great grilled cheese. Kraft has to call them a cheese product or cheese food because they are less than 51% cheese. <laughs> I don't care. I rest my case. I don't care. It's not cheese. Blasphemy, sir. And we live in Wisconsin. Blasphemy. Do better. <laughs> so I'm poor. <laughs> Dude, but I, Kraft Singles, a thing of Kraft Singles you, is not cheap. You know what I see when I go to buy cheese, Kraft Singles? All I know is my brain does some some quick math, and I see 50 grilled cheese sandwiches sitting in a pre-wrapped bag. And for a dumb guy, there's nothing easier. I get it. Anyway, uh, well, what's your biggest complaint about Kraft Singles? Oh, there's not enough cheese. No, uh, I have no complaints. Uh, what is a complaint? Uh, uh, zero complaints. Oh, wow! <laughs> Holy crap! Let me document this. I will not let you. I will not let you talk me into a problem that does not exist. The first problem should be, <laughs> it's not cheese, dude. Get over it. Secondly. Uh, people can't figure out how to open them. <laughs> Kids, I assume they don't know how to shift the car. Cannot open a slice of cheese. Who are these people? Kraft says the top complaint they get. See that there's people complaining. Really? <laughs> that they can't open a slice of cheese? Is that people cheese? are struggling to open the clear wrapper on Kraft Singles. That uh, seems impossible. Right? Because the little half flap is always right there. It's always right there. You can there. just feel for it. You can close your eyes and feel for it and snap it right. open. Right, and then ask yourself, why does this need to be individually wrapped? Okay. It's because it's a cheese product, and it will just melt into one giant glob of American cheese. Anyway. Okay. I'm sorry, American cheese food. So they're redesigning the wrapper. They're going to add texture to the flap. Oh, good. Let's add more plastic. That's a great idea. More landfill 
Great. That's a that's genius. So that your fingers can feel where the opening is, I, it's, which I'll argue you can already do it's that. It's there. That's incredible. Well, whatever. It's just marketing. They're trying to remarket their cheese. That's whatever. Food. Food. Cheese, cheese food. Well, fine. They're also making the wrappers thicker and sturdier so they can be opened without tearing. What is wrong with you savages? What are you doing? Yeah, that is very bizarre. I tell you that one night I uh, I was so drunk. I think I ate uh, a piece of cheese with the plastic That's on it. Fantastic! I told you. You remember telling I, you that? I do remember. Yeah, and I lived. I mean, shh, living proof. Even the plastic's good when you get cheese wrapped. That's because the plastic ain't much different than what's inside it. <laughs> the plastic has more nutritional value. <laughs> The knee effing cheese. Uh, the new wrappers are going to be out later this year. Interesting. Along with a new exterior packaging. This is very exciting. With a bolder font and an emphasis on the fact that it's made with real de- dairy. Because they can't say it's real cheese. I, uh, fine, but I've never met anybody that hated Kraft Singles. I, I haven't. Well, you've I'm met sorry. Meme. They have their place in the pantheon of I'm starving. I want it now. Zero. Interesting. You will never find Kraft cheese or American cheese anywhere near our house. Well, yeah, I mean, that's fine. But, I mean, I don't – weirdly, I I, I will do a a, a grilled cheese at a restaurant if I know it's – because at a restaurant, it's usually – here's the difference. It's like trying to – it's like buying a quesadilla at Taco Bell or a quesadilla at uh, a great restaurant. Right. The quesadilla at the right restaurant will be an inch thick. Mm-hmm. It's like a friggin' pizza. Right. The Taco Bell quesadilla, hair thin. Mm-hmm. Barely any cheese. Mm-hmm. No offense. Love you. Love you. Bay. Uh, <laughs> but it's like the same thing for me at home. I'll, I'll do grilled cheese with Kraft at home. It's easy. I can put tomatoes on it. I can do my thing. But at a restaurant, I'll know that you'll get the Gouda. You'll get the good stuff and a great bowl of tomato soup. Oh, yeah. Well. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I don't put that much time in the grilled cheese at home. Oh, see, it's our But work. you do, sure. Oh, well, fine. I mean, that's your slam, man. That's great. Sorry. I think uh, I even put, uh, if I get fancy at home with a grilled cheese, I'll put, like, banana peppers on it. Yeah, you like them. It's just no endless possibilities with grilled cheese. It's true. Whatever you got laying around, psh, throw it on there. I threw a banana on there once. Cheese and banana. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that combo, bro. <sighs> yeah, I've seen uh, fancy grilled cheeses with like apple in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just saw a grilled cheese posted the other day that was made with uh, blueberry cheddar. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? I would f that up. Oh, that sounds really, really good, dude. Uh, I, this is where I highly encourage you to find a local cheese place. Yeah. Make them your friends. Let's see. I got a shout out to Kramer's out in Watertown. Yo, what up? I'm trying to think where I had, uh, oh, uh, oh God, was it Cooper's Tavern? What, what's the, what's the one up on the square on the State Street corner? Is that Cooper's Tavern? I don't know. But they got the little one. patio out front? That's next to Rare Steakhouse. Is that Cooper's? I don't know. Because if it is, man, I had grilled cheese in there, and their soup is fantastic. Yeah. They have those sliders in there. Uh, have you ever eaten there? No. You, you need to go there. Okay. It's a great restaurant. It's yeah. a great little uh, boutique restaurant right there. 
Yeah, we're we're gonna hit up uh, Naples 15 next weekend. I don't know what that is. Plans fancy Italian. Naples 15. Mm, it's over on Butler, I believe. Well, they are no la twat, lady. <laughs> and uh, I will uh, stake my reputation on it. I know, dude. So craft singles are not legally considered cheese. Yeah, they can't. They can't <laughs> say they're cheese. Cheese like product. Well, no American cheese can say that they're cheese. (laughs) It's a cheese product. (laughs) So weird. Or cheese food. It sure tastes like cheese. Um, But that's like, I believe, like the isn't the port like it's the port wine cheese spread. I'm just saying it hits the spot. That's all I'm saying. You know, you just like get that food at home that hits the spot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I got some salt and vinegar chips. You just you just gotta hit the spot. Um, is port wine cheese bread real cheese? It looks like it is. See if I got a couple of food snobs on the phone. Hello. Hello. I used to work at a cheese factory, and they did call it cheese food, and the stuff that fell on the floor would sometimes end up in dog food. Okay. So right. I'm just going to leave that there. Like, if it's good enough for dogs, it's got to be good enough for us, right? <laughs> Look at worked at a cheese factory. I too worked at a cheese factory. Huge aversion to American cheese. I just tell you everything you need to know. Yep, because you've seen where it's been and where it goes. <laughs> yep. Wow. Now, do you when you do a grilled cheese, are you okay with a craft single? I uh, uh, yes, and that's the ironic thing. I'm okay every once in a while. Well, the, I'll tell you what. It served its purpose. Uh, if you've got yeah. four, if you've got four kids. Dude, oh, yeah, absolutely. You can throw it at them and yeah. whatever. They can catch it midair. That's good. <laughs> they, they can eat it or use it as a Frisbee. It doesn't matter. They're, yeah, in a, exactly. they're, they're in the backyard having a great time. All right, man. Exactly. Thanks. Okay, thanks. So what is uh, what holds it together? Like some weird sodium nitrate? Some, <laughs> some, do I, do I want to know? Sawdust. Sawdust. <laughs> ah! Ah! Yeah, I, I can't get snobby over a quick grilled cheese, man. Man, that's our go-to in the winter. God, we ate so much grilled cheese this winter. Did you? We love it. Yeah, and well, Avery's perfected his recipe, man. He's got the... And I got to dip it in my Campbell's tomato soup. Yeah? Yeah. I'll have grilled cheese. I like doing that stone ground mustard, dipping it in that. Yeah, I got some stone ground at home. Yeah, definitely. It's a jam. Well. That uh, was a good good meeting, guys. Hi. I'll add some texture to that cheese. Baby. <laughs> Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Um, all right, so Madison Magazine put out an article um about La Tigre. La Tigre Lounge. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I love the little artwork too. Yep. That goes with this story. But uh, I'm just going to read this as it is written and we can discuss. Fair enough. All right. Uh, It's a rule that doesn't match the seediness you'd expect from a strip mall bar right off the highway on the west side outskirts. But a seedy bar, La Tigre Lounge, is not. You walk in through a tinted glass door and see a bartender slinging drinks behind a tufted countertop. The man, Paul, is it Joseph? Yeah, I believe so. His dad owned it. Yeah. Yeah. Has a long salt and pepper beard worn in a thin braid down to his belt. 
He's the second generation owner of the bar his late father opened in the mid 1960s. <laughs> his dad always made him wear a white collared shirt mm-hmm. and a tie when he was bartending. And Joseph told him he'd someday grow his own tie. Joseph finally did, but he still rocks the white collared shirt and fabric tie to habits die hard. And traditions are important here. It was my dad's favorite place. And so when I walk in here, I want all my memories to be exactly right, Joseph says. While your eyes adjust to the multicolored hue of the room, the tigers come into focus. Maybe it's the bust of the stuffed toy tiger protruding from the mirror that grabs your attention first. But once your line of sight hits the back of the bar, your jaw slacks. Framed tigers, ceramic tigers, ornaments, LED signs, tiger panties. Toy like tiger! Everywhere you look, there are striped big cats. Yeah. Just when you're sure you've taken them all in, more appear. Mm-hmm. You think, holy snit... <laughs> Don't, That's a lot of tigers. You, you can think it, but don't say it. But don't say that out loud because there's a no swearing rule at La Tigre. When I grew up, you didn't cuss around women, Joseph says. It was a rule. <laughs> and, and then I met the Beyonce. Right? <laughs> Bye. It was a rule when his dad operated the bar and Joseph has upheld it. But he says if the bar was full of just women... Or a bar full of all men, they could cuss. Or in a place like that, you say, full of broads. But in mixed company, we have to watch our language, he says. Most guests know and respect the rules, but it never fails. The person who says, watch your language when they walk in, is always the first person to cuss. It's hilarious, Joseph says. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's like, holy (laughs) shit, look at these tigers. The no-swearing statute only adds to the Peculiar Bar's charm and its ever-growing popularity. Around 8 p.m. on a Saturday, it's hard to find a spot to sit. Yeah, it gets busy. Um, Latigas clientele, which ranges from 20-somethings to 80-year-olds, linger along the length of the bar and huddle around short cocktail tables. By 11 p.m., the bar is calmed, but the chatter remains amid the soft oldies streaming from the vintage jukebox. <laughs> Uh, do you have a house martini, you might ask, oh, Joseph. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. answer is no. He's not keen on overly complicated or fancy drinks, just well-made ones. He recommends a gin martini. As you lift the chilled glass adorned with a simple lemon twist, you can't help but catch the loud story of a boisterous woman in cheetah print pants uh, at the corner of the bar. The woman, forgetting where she is, drops an F-bomb. Hey, no swearing, Joseph <laughs> gently quips. She swivels in her banana yellow bar stool to acknowledge the reminder just as swiftly as returning to her tail sans profanity. And the night continues on, the warm glow only growing inside one of Madison's most idiosyncratic establishments. Oh, it's one of the last of the greats. Yeah, when that's gone, yeah. we've officially run out of cool spaces. Well, they reduced their hours. To have a martini. Well, right? COVID, it's, they it's, shut down. Yeah, Thursday yeah. through Saturday start from 4 on. So... Uh, they say there's uh, between 250 and 300 tigers inside. What you hear when you, you know they're playing Frank at the La Tigre, dude. I'm, you've never been in La Tigre? I have not ever been in. Have you been to Dorn Hardware? Oh, yeah. Now. I like that Dorn Hardware. Uh, let's play a game. Describe La Tigre Lounge in one word. And if no, if you know somebody, see, I don't want to ruin uh, the re- piss the regulars off by all these uh, newbies coming into La Tigre, but they've been accused of that before. Uh, if you've never taken somebody to La Tigre, do it before. I feel like La Tigre Lounge is like uh, the the uh, Rolling Stones. You got to see them before it dies. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Before they knock it down and put a condominium up, 
in that shopping center right there. Yeah. Up Verona Road. I know. Uh, describe La Tigre in one word. Let's play my one word game. Describe La Tigre Lounge. And you've never been in La Tigre. No. That's incredible. Mm. I have never. I'm going to say mysterious then. Mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, uh. I have only had one drink in La Tigre the times I've been there, and that's a martini. I've never had a beer. I've never had a, a, a mixed drink proper. I have only ever had a martini there. Huh. And uh, it's like a time capsule of 1963 Vegas. I don't know what, I don't know how to describe it. Tigers. Everywhere. In a word. And I've never been there with the lights on. I've never seen the lights up at La Tigre yeah. Lounge. I've never been there in daylight. Weird. Yeah. Is it? It is. I, I don't know if it is or not. I can't decide. Oh, yeah. It's it's just... If you've never been there, you don't know what, what will be missing if it ever goes away. And maybe it won't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, why are you talking about it like that? I know, I know, because usually the way the trend is all of these great places, you know, it just seems like are disappearing. And then you're like, oh, I wish I would have went there more. Yeah. You know? Alton Box, dude. Alton Box, dude. We were there for the last day. Were you with us on the last day? Yeah, Lance, we went over oh, there. Oh, yeah, dude. We yeah, went we went over, over there, there the last day and had a burger. Yep. Alton Box. And now it's, uh, is it a car dealership? Damn capitalism. We were talking. This is really weird. Who is I talking to about like we're running out of bars, which is a weird thing to say in this city. Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) Holy. I know. Man, it's time for an intervention, buddy. (laughs) If you think we are running out of bars. I mean, great bars. (laughs) I mean, like great bars. I I know there's little dive bars all over the place, but it's just like we were talking about the the, the East Washington Corridor. You know, it's kind of, I mean, sure, you can go to Club Lamar. I I get all that. It just seems like when they go away, they're not replaced. Is that fair to say? No, because they are. It's just in different areas of town. Right, right. New bars opening up. Fair enough. Yeah. And All right, then, fair enough. Right, I get you. Places just fall out of rotation. Right. Too. But you hate to see the ones go away that have been there so long. Yeah. But some of them are saved. Uh, anyways, uh, 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 La Tigre. How can you even insinuate that La Tigre would ever go I, I Dude, Paul, I, right. Paul, Paul will never close. I don't even want to put it out there. Ever. I don't want to put it yeah, out there. Yeah, don't even mention that. But it's an iconic, man. Paul's dad was the best. Yep. And now Paul's doing a great job. And they're packed every weekend. Yeah, they're busy. Every they're weekend. S- you, can't, you, you can't get in there. Right. Old fashions are, are top notch, bro. Wh- wh- may, a- I, don't know what, I don't know what he does to those things, but they're <laughs> absolutely effing phenomenal. All right. I'm going to have to get old fashioned. When there. was the last time you were at La Tigre? I'm um, out there quite a bit. We actually do pop a barbecue out there starting when the weather gets better after uh, Memorial Day. Uh huh. So. All right, man. All right. Thanks, man. Good call. There you go. See, I shouldn't have put it out in the ether, dude. I know. Now you, you've agitated the locals. I mean, when you think dive bars, <clears throat> I think Le Tigre, and I haven't checked those stupid little things we do the best of, but I think Le Tigre wins, don't they, every year? I have no idea. Well, hell, the dive-in doesn't even win, and they're called dive. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's usually like the caribou. Uh, well, Bucks used to win. Uh, but, yeah, and, and I think uh, Le Tigre is right there. The old Le Tigre. Well, it's take... a pretty cool article. It's on Madison.com. Sure. It's very uh, very iconic. I think that that's the one time I like using the word. Oh, yeah, you just had a snit fit about the word iconic last well, week. a lot of people just kind of throw it around. Yeah. Like it, uh, like uh, like the word like. They just throw it around. Right. And I don't like that. I don't care for it. Well, uh, the iconic Johnny and D's Your Flies Open is on sale right now. It's on sale right now. We're seven minutes in. WJJO.com. Frequent Rocker. Still become a Frequent Rocker. Yeah, and, it's uh, the Frequent Rocker preset. Sign up. Go get yourself. The rest of you have to wait and hope. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta hope Friday. There's still some foursomes left. So, mm-hmm. anyways, you've been warned. And uh, Godspeed, Latigre. Love you, love you all. Yeah, dude, uh, I'll go in there, and I'm clearly I need to have an old fashioned there. I will take you there. All right, it's on me. Hell yeah, dude. All right. I will tickle the ivories. I will sing you a little Frank, and uh, we'll say shucks a lot. Um, what about my textured flap? <laughs> uh, uh, there's several different ways I could go with that. Number one, I'm not a doctor. Number, number two, I think we could make money off of it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have a meeting at the Latigre. What better place? I'll have you sign some papers. Oh, no. We will be, uh, we will, uh, be texturedflap.com coming to a... A website near you. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.